spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy extra good Friday. Hey, uh, happy Friday, everybody. So... Are you ready for the plan to fix the zone in downtown Phoenix where a thousand homeless people are? They have a plan? No. (laughs) Phoenix? They don't have a plan. How about this? Are you ready? Enforce the law. That seems weird. Isn't that weird? Let me give you an example. Gatos and Chad and Becky Lynn, the whole gang, right? We all go, uh, let's say, um, oh, I don't know. We go to watch a basketball game. Okay. We go to downtown Phoenix. But before we go into the game, we just start doing heavy drugs, you know, fentanyl, heroin, all this kind of stuff. All right. right? So that's what we're doing. Right in front of everybody. All right. What's going to happen to us? Okay. We're going to get really high, but what's going to happen to us? We're going to get arrested. Somebody's going to call the police and someone's going to come and arrest us. Why don't they just do that at the zone? It's a very simple idea. You enforce the law. So... We went to the zone. Okay. We saw people doing drugs. We saw people doing openly on the street, Chad. How do you inf- how, how do you clean up a part of town that needs to be cleaned up? Okay, one of those uh, one of the ways is go and enforce the law and take the people that are doing the drugs openly in front of everyone off the street. Arrest them. Arrest them for possession. I know a lot of people say, well, Gatos, that is not very nice. It's not, that, yeah, actually, it, it's compassionate, and it's it's about if you want to be a part of society, there are rules that you must follow, right. like the rest of us, to be a part of a society. When we stop having rules that we follow, guess what happens to society? It starts to break down. Right. Do you know what you can do in the zone? Anything. Anything. That's the problem. So it was really interesting. Mesa has this exact same thought uh, process when it when it comes to homeless people. So, yes, do we want compassion? Yes. Do we want the law to be enforced? Yes. So here's Mesa's idea. It's basically what I just said. If someone is on the street who is homeless and is caught doing something, defecating on the street, stealing something, um, dealing drugs, dealing dr- doing drugs out in the open, guess what? Mesa arrests you. But here's the compassionate part. They first try and get you off the street. They offer you something. They say, listen, we have a plan for you to get off the street. Would you like to follow this plan? We can help you get off the street. So that's the compassionate part. The homeless people are asked, hey, would you like a plan? We can get you on a plan. We can get you off the street. And if you don't want the plan, if you're doing something illegal, we're just going to enforce the law. That's what Phoenix should do. Just rip the plan off from Mesa. That's all they have to do. There's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with that? I, I will tell you guys this, and I and I think compassion is not allowing people to do drugs, not allowing people to live a life of of this dystopian zombie world down there, right. not allowing them to rob and and abuse people, abuse each other, not allowing people to destroy other people's businesses. That is not compassion. That to me is the exact opposite. You're essentially saying out of sight, out of mind. You don't exist. Good luck. Hope you get better. Uh, Die slowly or die fast. We don't care. That's not compassion. The compassionate part that Mesa has figured out is let's go to the people who are homeless and let's let's offer them an olive branch. Yeah. Let's see if we can get you off the street. Let's put you on a program that you'll learn how to take care of yourself. Let's treat you like a human being, like a human being, which means there are rules. And to do that, we're going to 
say that you're part of our society and being part of that society follow means you will follow these rules. That's it. You know, everybody talks about how how this homeless problem is is so it's so difficult and I don't know how to grasp it. Oh, they got hundreds of tents and thousands of people. Well, how about this? Offer them a hand up. And if they say no, you arrest them if they're doing drugs or something else. Just like we would be if we went to that Suns game and on the outside of the building, you were dealing drugs. You and I were dealing and doing drugs. We would get arrested. We treat the homeless people the same way. And you know what? Maybe you saved a life that way. Maybe Maybe. they won't be in the gutter that night. So it's Mesa's figured it out. It's tough love, but it's not really tough love. It's not even tough love love being we're going to treat you like a a portion of society. We don't look at you as less than or we look at you as a human being and we'll hold you accountable for your actions. I I think Mesa's got it. Yeah. Yeah. So if if uh, if you're the city of Phoenix, just copy the idea. There you go. It's the easiest thing to copy. If something works, just go and copy it. And then try it. All right. Uh, let's talk about my favorite issue. Climate change. Climate change. Because as you well know. It's helping baseball. It is. It is. There's a new study that says the explosion of home runs in Major League Baseball can be traced to climate change. That's right. The warmer temperatures are going to help the Diamondbacks win the World Series this year. <laughs> really? Yeah. I love these studies on climate change. I love them. Because... One study says one thing, and then they do a study on the same thing, and it, it's the exact opposite. So I never know. It used to be the baseballs, right, which used. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Then the baseballs were in a – then they were like – they weren't wound as tight, so they were dead. No, it's the climate change. Now it's climate – now, here's the thing. How does that affect <laughs> us in a building if the air – if it's not open at night? Yeah, oh, that's a good point. If if the climate is is on fire, as the climate experts people how dare you say will that things ruin my life ruin if they say that what if you play indoors does that count I know uh-huh. warmer do we take the balls outside let them heat up bring them back in and throw them what do they do in Colorado don't they put them in a humidor right to try to yeah. keep them from flying out really fast is that right Steve we have a humidor here oh we do yeah at Chase Field oh we do what do we use it for. To deaden the ball, I assume. That's, I don't know. Uh, that's ridiculous. Oh, Let's see God. some home runs. But they uh, we're not above the sea level like they are in the old. Uh, Warmer temperatures Denver. have helped at least 500 more home runs sail over Major League Baseball fences from 2010 to 2019, according to a study of climate experts, Chad, at Dartmouth College. <laughs> look, look, wise man, you're a. Uh, what? This actually plays into a, a theory that Gatos has had for years. Oh, this is great. That lo- every that? team in town should play with the roof open. That's right. I have said for years, you got to use the heat in Arizona to win games. It's like the Green Bay Packers. They wear short sleeves out in zero-degree weather yeah. because they're used to it. We should try and get used to the heat out here. The Cardinals should always play with the roof open. The Diamondbacks in the summer, midsummer, 115 outside, play with the roof open. Even though Becky Lynn made a great point, it's miserable for the fans. But I just ask, would you rather win or lose? It's miserable for the fan. It's You're mi- right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it seems that uh, another uh, climate change uh, issue thingy. Uh, it's making Major League Baseball watchable. I'm not you. quite sure I buy that. Climate I think there are fun. some larger human beings that play the sport, okay. more athletic than ever before. 
I think guys throw the ball harder. Mm. I think guys swing harder. But climate change, Chad. And the cli- well, climate change is the answer for everything, good or bad, climate yeah. change. Hey, we're saving turtles by not using by straws. By not using straws. Okay. Okay. There was that time with the straws. Next thing you know, it's... Remember when they pulled it out of the turtle's nose, how awful that yeah, was? It was. And he's like, I'm sorry. I gotta... We had to arrest him, it right? Was... Because Mace is like, we need to arrest turtles who are doing cocaine. Was... <laughs> <laughs> One turtle. One turtle. One turtle. We have all this climate stuff. One turtle. One, One turtle, turtle got... One turtle got a, a straw stuck all the way up his nose and it had to be pulled all the way out in front of a little camera. That, that, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't That's even know why. if I'd buy that. Yeah. Okay. Coming up right now. Coming up. It's time for five, five spots. Spot. All right, here we go. We're going to put five of you on the spot about a new star everybody's talking about. Here's what we're looking for. Call us if you have young kids and you plan to celebrate Easter. We have got the question of all questions for you. 277-5827. You've got young kids. You're looking forward to Sunday. You've got Easter Sunday, right? You're a parent. you got the young kids. You're going to celebrate Easter. We want to talk to you at 602-277-5827. Maybe the most important question we've ever asked. Maybe. Maybe on 5 Spot is coming up next. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. People are replacing their Easter eggs this year with potatoes. The cost of eggs is still relatively high, and with potatoes being more affordable. Yeah, with potatoes being more affordable, how about that Easter potato hunt? How about that? Um, we've asked you to call well, us. That if sounds you, like a, some fun <laughs> stuff. We've asked you to call us if you've got young kids and you plan to celebrate Easter, maybe have a little Easter egg hunt. Uh, 277-5827. Here is your question. Um, how would your kids react to, let's say, a basket full of Easter potatoes? Because that apparently, coming from the Potatoes USA advocacy group, they have declared this year the year of the Easter potato. Hmm. Every egg costs $18, hmm. and potatoes, they're less fragile than eggs. It's easier for kids to hold, uh, Chad. I'm trying to th- see if this is a good idea. Well, let's find out here, All right, shall let's we? find out. All right, let's go with uh, uh, Lindsay and Gilbert. Uh, are you potato in it this year? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I could never do that. You couldn't do that to your child. you like your kids, Yeah, right? exactly. I think my kids would think we were celebrating April Fool's. That is a good point. Solid. That is... <laughs> <laughs> but are you gonna are you gonna put real Easter eggs out? Or are you gonna do the fake ones? Because I think the fake ones work just fine, and they're a lot cheaper. You know, I kind of do both. That's what we do. I do the plastic ones because you put candy in them, and they, yeah. you know, there's more you can do. And, and then we normally do the real ones as well. So yeah. right. we put diamonds both. in ours because that's how awesome we treat our yeah, kids. Well- <laughs> Sorry about that, Liz. We got to jump. Uh, Heather and Phoenix, uh, are you going to do potatoes this year? <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> No, we're going to skip to potatoes this year. I'm not Marge Simpson. I don't think they're neat. So <laughs> we're going to go ahead and skip potatoes and do the eggs. Okay, All right. cool. All right. All right, there we go. Two. We have uh, some traditionalists, if you will. Yeah, let's see here. Go with Dwayne and Mesa. Dwayne, are you doing potatoes this year? <laughs> No, we're going to stick with the eggs. Oh, stick with the, what do you think goodness. the kids would do if, uh, well, let's just say that the Easter bunny decided to leave a few potatoes in that Easter basket? How would the children react? Uh, I'd probably take it as a joke. Probably take it as a joke. <laughs> you, don't, joke you don't think they're going to sink their teeth into a potato and say, this is just fantastic stuff. 
Thanks, Dad. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm telling you, there we go. Uh, so real eggs or fake eggs? That's the one thing. A lot of people are this year are going fake eggs because real eggs cost too much. Um, by the way, real eggs in the Arizona sun, that doesn't work real no, well. No, it doesn't. That's a waste of eggs. Easter is a weird holiday, right, Jim? Easter, that's a weird tradition. Easter, the day Jesus rose from the dead, what should we do? How about eggs? <laughs> well, what does that have to do with Jesus? All right, we'll hide them. <laughs> I love Daphne. We don't follow your logic. Don't no, worry, there's a bunny. <laughs> Oh, that's Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, he's, I've seen him. He's very funny. He is brilliant. Yeah. So, but uh, I, he's not doing eggs either. Very he's religious, not doing by eggs. the way. Okay. Very religious. That's why okay. he's twelve kids. Well, oh, jeez. So he talks about. But I, uh, you won't be potato. You won't be we're coloring not doing potatoes. potatoes, kids. We're peeling potatoes this year. We're going to have odd gratin Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. Have we established what type of potatoes? That's a good that point. Is a great like red, the little red ones that are circles. No, or no, no, no. Russet. No, no, no. no. No, what we're the going the little ones that are no, mashed. No, no. I thought we were going big. That's what I'm doing this year for the kids. Hide mashed potatoes. We're going to hide mashed potatoes everywhere. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine the mess? They probably like that. Inside of the eggs, I'm going to put mashed potatoes. <laughs> what, 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 what? And that's what happens when you're mean. Yeah, right? You, you, you get coal at Christmas, you get mashed potatoes at uh, Easter. I was thinking uh, the brown skin potatoes. That's what I was, the big ones. Yeah. That's what, that's those what are I was. the russet, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, like hide it, those. I'm going to go get, uh, uh, was it like Uncle Ben's? And just going to put boxes around the house. So just That's all you do. That's, all that's you fine. Did. There you go. Instant mashed potatoes, kids. Just what the Easter Bunnery ordered for you. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Oh, my God. All right. Coming up next, uh, we're, let's have a little fun. Let's do it. We can okay. do that. So uh, there were two prison guards who were sentenced um, because they played Baby Shark, the song. Uh, to uh, torture the inmates. Yes. That's awful. Isn't that just mean? Uh, we're going to play the game. What song would you use to torture someone? We're going to go around the room. Chad, you got to pick a song. I've oh, got I've my got song. My, song. Uh, it's, my song's going to be better. Don't play it now. No, I'm not. You're I'm like a little sure. kid at Christmas. I see you over there. You're ready to play it. Don't play it now. Listen, I'm not. I'm just making sure it's ready. He's going to play. Just play it. Go I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I see you over there. You want to. You're like no, a five-year-old I, kid. I, well, I am. Where's but my, I'm not playing Easter it bag? now because I want to make sure everybody's ready because it's annoying to a lot of people, <laughs> yet it's annoying me, but I still love it. All right. Gatos and Chat Show. Hey, remember the other day, Chad, we were talking about how in Los Angeles they're using classical music to get the homeless people to uh, leave to, to wherever they are. Is, is it on, on the Nothing to see here. Move along. Yeah. They're using classical. They're using Bach. Bach. Or you like it because I call Bach. Uh, yeah. So that's music to get people to move away. Yes. All right. Well. There's a kind of a similar, and it's, you know, it's kind of a similar story. There are these two prison guards, and uh, they've been sentenced. They, what they did was they were playing that, uh, that awful baby shark uh, uh, music Ugh. to torture the inmates. Baby shark. Right, right, right. So what song is torturous to our ears? What, uh, what song would you use to, to really torture someone? I thought this would be fun on a Friday. You know, what song would do you hear that, like, if you heard it, Every single minute of every single day, you would literally move out of your house and maybe go over to New Mexico. Okay. So I thought we'd go around the room. Let's start with okay. Pablo. All right. Pablo, uh, the song, it's the, it's basically the most annoying song. We're trying to figure out the If most I was trying song. to torture, this is the song I would use. Okay. I 
Circa 1990, I don't know, something. All right, that is horrible. And they still play that at weddings. I don't understand it. I think it's awful. Uh, And by the way, just a little note on that. When that song came out, do you guys know the New York Yankees took Take Me Out to the Ball Game out of the seventh inning and put that song in? Well, that's why nobody likes the Yankees. Well, I like the Yankees. I just thought that that was an awful thing. Uh, Wise Man Steve Zinsmeister, the most annoying song that would just uh, make you pull your hair out. I don't know if I could handle this energy Mm. all day long. The hamster dance. That's awful. That's awful. Give me a little volume. Everybody's bobbing their head. I'm just going to say. It's a dee 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 so. It's good for like two minutes. Well, no, yeah. it's not. But I pulled that from like a 40-hour clip on YouTube. Yeah, that's, not, that's Luke. not good. Oh, the song that would make you just uh, pull your hair out uh, from the roots and uh, want to move out of the state. Let's say if uh, someone was playing it. To Becky Lynn, uh, you've been in the music radio. Uh-huh. You know m- music very well. What song, well, what's the worst one you've got? What do you got? I particularly cannot stand to hear when it comes on this song. Get, I don't nails get, on a chalkboard. I right never there. got the fascination with uh, Bob uh, Dylan. I don't think he does either. <laughs> I, I don't get it. No one <laughs> ever knows. I don't like me either. That just hurts my ears and soul and everything when I hear it. Oh, <sighs> it's awful. So, Look at you. You. you have I know. To, it's cringy. Oh gosh, Chad. <sighs> Here's the thing. I don't hate the song, but yeah. if I had to torture people, <laughs> oh, gosh. I think people would be. Uh, well, they'd be hating it. For the band called the Rednecks from Scandinavia, you know what's interesting? One of the Rednecks follows me on Instagram. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm noticing a theme here. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, all you guys have picked a dance song. Well, every one of you has picked a dance song. Okay, so uh, it's the repetitive. I know, but I'm just you know. They play that at all the games and stuff. That song is at all the hockey games. Yeah, but they play like thirty seconds of it. Yeah. if you had to listen to oh. it for twelve hours. Yeah, so oh. in prison guards, uh, they were playing Baby Shark because uh, they didn't like the inmates. The inmates are like, "This is driving us crazy." So the songs that drive us crazy. Here's here's mine. Swedish band. By the way, they made a movie out of the Barbie thing. It's getting ready it's to come out. out. I'm going to go see it. Did it's you Barbie s- and Ken. Yeah. Did you see what Gen Z is saying? Mm-mm. Ken's? Ryan Gosling? You're too old to be Ken. Oh. We don't, don't like you. What? what? Yeah. Okay, I kind of like the song, to be honest with you. All right, I had enough of that. That's that's hot garbage. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Hey, Barbie, it's me trying to speak English because I'm Swedish. <laughs> All right, coming up next, uh, what in the world happened in Tennessee? 
Two people were kicked off. They were Democrats. They got kicked off what? The racism. The House. They got expelled from the legislature. We're going to talk about that. Plus, um, we've got to the jobs report. Does it point us away from a recession or towards a recession? Skatos and Chad Show. Jobs better report better than well about where they expected it. Uh, does this mean the economy's booming? Do you feel like it's booming with inflation, uh, with unemployment staying steady, but knowing to get inflation down? We need five percent unemployment. A lot of these jobs that are created and people that are taking jobs, they're taking second jobs. One of the things that's not looked at is how many people are holding two jobs right now. Mm. The U.S. It, economy has added approximately a million jobs in the first quarter of the year. That's a great number. It's a great number, but you're right. What kind of jobs are they? And if there are people taking a second job, why do you take a second job? Because you're struggling. out of control. Right. Your credit cards are maxed. Your paycheck that used to have some left over to save, then had enough, now doesn't go far enough. Yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of these numbers can be deceptive. Yeah. Because as I, I read this, the economy has added approximately a million jobs. You would look at that and say, this is amazing. Look at unemployment. It's, it's low. We see a lot of people getting fired from tech jobs. McDonald's today, with a changing of everything in the way that they did, they closed the office for a week, fired a bunch of people today, and the people that got to stay had to take a massive reduction in pay. Wow. That's the headquarters. Yeah. I think what we're going to have is a choppy 2023. Yeah. And it, it goes back to a lot of the economists that we talked to, these rolling recessions like... I, I don't think we're going to have, like, the ground, you know, come out from under us. I don't think we're going to fall off a cliff. Uh, but I think it's going to be a bit choppy for the rest of the year. Yeah. I think that's that's very obvious that, it, you know, you've got the, the a couple banks that went bad uh, about a month ago. And you got wondering, the tightening of the credit side right? of things. Exactly. People aren't handing out credit like they used to. Uh, we, you know, what usually helps us get out of these things is high interest rates eventually become low interest rates. People refi their houses and save money and take some money out. A lot of people have their houses, and they got it at 3%, 2.9%. Hmm. You're not refining if it goes from 5 to 4. So U.S. Uh, adds 236,000 jobs uh, despite the Fed uh, rate hikes. Okay, let's spend a minute or two on Tennessee. There's something that took place there. Uh, in their legislature, you know, we always talk yeah. about the Arizona legislature and and all that kind of stuff. Did two Democrats get booted? Yes. Yesterday, How is that even possible? So what happened was, obviously, we know what happened at Covenant School, the shooting there. Right. Uh, the there was a large protest last Thursday. Okay. And three of the Democrats were really kind of a part of the protest in a much bigger way, causing chaos, havoc, as they, as the Republicans said, uh, ruining the decorum, going against the decorum. They brought a bullhorn on the floor. They led chants and rallies. You couldn't get anything done. Okay. So they decided they were going to expel two, uh, three Democrats. One of them survived, the white lady, Gloria Johnson. She survived by one vote. Now, why do you say the white Lady. Because the other two were young black men. Okay. In Tennessee, everybody could, they're going to turn this into a race thing. Uh, well, Tennessee has had race problems. I'm going to say this. Mm -hmm. Greatest thing to ever happen to these two guys. Okay, why? Uh, well, they can run again. All right. 
their national news. You got the vice president visiting you today. The White House is talking about you. You're on every news channel. You're booked up and you're raising money left, right and center. And you're going to go back for a special election in a place that you just won and easily win again. Yeah, but how do you kick somebody out who people voted for? That's the thing. That is not right, man. I mean, you have to do something that, you know, I'll give you a couple examples. In Arizona, we booted uh, Tom Horn's best friend, the uh, legend, uh, uh, David Stringer. We've booted a guy named John Shooter. Remember that loser? Oh, yeah. Uh, sexually harassing people for years and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, all right, well, we've got Wendy Rogers who's sitting there. She's she's awful. But, but they don't, don't have control. But we don't kick her if off. If the Democrats have control, they probably would have kicked her out. But that's not, but they shouldn't. So. As much as I don't like Wendy Rogers, you know, what is she going to do to deserve to get kicked off? You've got to do something like, oh, I don't know, do what David Stringer did. That gets you kicked out. Yeah. Do what Don Shooter did. That gets you kicked out. How do you get kicked out in Tennessee for going to a rally? Well, the thing is, these two guys have, have, have been a lot, very vocal about January 6th, in particular one of them. There was some hubbub and some scuffles last week, and one of them did admit he broke the rules. Uh, do I think they should have been kicked out? I do not. Uh, do I think we should debate the merits of guns? I'm completely fine with that. Do I think we need to debate the merits of insanity and bad people like the woman that shot up the school last week? 100%. Yeah. And that didn't happen here. But on the other side, hey, the glass is half full. You're now, uh, you're now national profile is everywhere. You're going to be able to do things. You're going to be able to reach out. You're going to be, you're going to become a star. So you're saying in it's the good Democrat. for them. But Absolutely. What I'm, what I'm saying is it's bad for the voter. It why is. are we even voting then? Why would we? Why are we voting people in and for no reason we're kicking them out? Yeah, I. I That's I, the bad part. I, well, I mean, again, you could say, well, we broke. The, how many of these guys and gals always break rules in some way, shape, or form? You know, this was definitely, uh, I was not a fan of this. I didn't think it was right. Talked to a lot of my friends who are Republicans like this. I just, I wasn't a fan. But you know what? This is not the first, there's been a, the minority party across several states is, is, is stepping up more and more and doing things like this, censuring and going after. It's brutal. It's brutal. You know, it's, it, it's the revenge politics. Yeah. That's what we're at now. But you just screwed over every voter in Tennessee who voted for those two guys. Yeah. You basically just said, I don't care about your vote. And it's fine because you're in the other party. You vote for the other people. But what if it was yours? Always think of the reverse. Because at some point in time, you're not going to have the power. And you'll find out what that's like. Yeah. That's a terrible precedent that's been set. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a lot, look, this past couple of weeks, there's been a lot of terrible precedents. It's been a lot. Right? It is time for us to go, you know what? Mm. We need to take a deep breath and maybe calm it down a little bit. Calm it down. Maybe the people we elect or aka hired to be our leaders and i use that roughly because they're not really leaders you guys need to start acting like grown-ups i don't think we're going to see it in our lifetime yeah i don't think so all right we're almost at five o'clock five minutes away becky lynn five o'clock kta our news expansion stick around